May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. Let the moderation be known to all men, for the Lord is near. Rejoice in the Lord. Again I say, rejoice. With these words, started the service of the third Sunday of Advent in the Old Liturgy. In Latin, the first word was Gaudete, which means rejoice. So today it's the, the Sunday of joy, the Sunday Gaudete. Just before we heard the readings, we lit the third candle of the Advent wreath. And on our read that this year is a pink candle. Where we normally use purple in Advent, we brighten it up today on the third Sunday. We use, or we can use, pink if we want. And one reason therefore is that we celebrate the fact that we're halfway through Advent. We are halfway through our way to Christmas. And Christmas, the coming of the Lord, is coming closer and closer. Another reason is because the message of the day, as we find it in today's readings, is a message of joy. Especially in the text from Isaiah. That text gives us two joyful perspectives. The first one fits in the historic situation in which the people of Israel were living in the time of Isaiah. We're talking about exile in Babylon and the first signs that the people of Israel were allowed to go back to their own country. Isaiah speaks of bringing good news to the oppressed in general, but also specifically in verse 4, he talks about they shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. We know that the Babylonians destroyed the temple and laid Jerusalem to waste. And then Isaiah talks about and opens the perspective that Jerusalem and the temple will be rebuilt. And rebuilding temple in Jerusalem was of great joy to the people of Israel. But there is another perspective in Isaiah chapter 61. He paints a wonderful society when Jerusalem will be rebuilt. He expresses it as good news for the oppressed, binding up the brokenhearted, proclaiming liberty to captives, 
and release to prisoners, proclaiming the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. Comfort to all who mourn, giving them a garland instead of ashes, giving them oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. I can tell you, a garland instead of ashes and oil of gladness instead of mourning, that means joy instead of sadness. In the verses 8 and 9, Isaiah elaborates on this wonderful society. He says, the Lord loves justice and hates robbery and wrongdoing. He will compensate people for their suffering. Their descendants will be well known all over the world. And everyone shall see that the Lord has blessed them. And then Isaiah summarizes how he will respond to God and what the reaction of the people is supposed to be. And that's a central line in this text of Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God. Again, that is, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God. Especially this line fits in very well with the message of the third Sunday of Advent. And that message was rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. We can rejoice because God clothes us with the garments of salvation, with the robes of righteousness. He will be near to us always. How now does John the Baptist and his message fit in with this story? John the Baptist lived a few centuries after Isaiah. And it was obvious that in those days, many Jews did not know or follow the message of Isaiah anymore. And John realized that very well. And as a forerunner of Jesus as the Messiah, he knew what he had to do. He had to wake up the people and bring them back to the God that Isaiah was rejoicing about. That's why he says when the Jewish leaders ask him who he is, I'm the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. And mind you, these are also words of Isaiah that John repeats. In this way, the two messages of Isaiah and John the Baptist are brought together for us today. We know our God. He is very near to us. We know from Isaiah that we can rejoice in our God. But it's us. We're not there yet. 
we still have some straightening out to do if we want to follow the way of the Lord. I ask you, let both messages really sink in. Let's make straight the way of the Lord. But let us not to forget to rejoice in him. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men, for the Lord is near. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say, rejoice. Amen. <laughs>